Hey everyone, it's Maya. Welcome back to Gentler. Um, episode 3. It's been a little bit since I posted one. Um, I think a little over a week. That's my bad. Y'all know how I am. Um, but I am excited to post a new one. And I'm kind of happy with today's episode topic and just kind of like where I hope it goes. So when I was younger, living in Arkansas with my siblings and my mom, um, she would always have us make vision boards before the school year started. And I say always, I'm actually thinking about it, and I think I have like two distinct memories actually of making vision boards, but I feel like we did it every year. I know at least starting out, um, we just did goal lists. Like we would all get a sheet of paper and write down like five goals for the school year. Um, and then it kind of evolved into vision boards because my mom felt like it would be a better way for us to achieve and reach those goals if there was like a visual element to it. Um, and it's something that through the years I carried on doing. So for me, vision boards are helpful. One, because I'm a very visual person and like to see things in front of me and two I think a reason that they start they stuck out so much to me in the beginning was because it really helped me to see myself in situations like it was one thing to write I want to be captain of the cheerleading squad or something and it was a whole other thing to see a picture of another black girl in a cheerleading uniform and imagine she was the captain and then imagine myself as her. If I didn't have experience being a cheerleading captain, it was hard to see myself in that position. But if I could get halfway there with some type of visual model of it, I could more easily see myself in it and then feel into that position of being cheerleading captain, if that makes any sense whatsoever. That's a big thing about visualization is that you have to be able to visualize it. You have to be able to feel it. And for some stuff that you just have no experience in and no way to know how it really feels, for me, vision boards are really helpful in that. Um, I'll talk about that a little bit more later. But yeah, so I did vision boards and I carried on doing it. I feel like I took off from it a few years. Um, And the last time I made a vision board was... Well, the time before most recently was in, I want to say, spring of 2018. Um, I sat down and wrote down, like, my goals, like I always did, and then constructed the vision board. I did a digital one, um, and then I kind of let it sit there, and to be honest with you, I forgot about it. And then I got to my 23rd birthday back in, like, early September, And this was after like a ton of change, you know, like I graduated college, I had worked a summer job, I had gotten a full-time job that wasn't quite in the industry that I thought I would be in, but wasn't one I could see myself in long-term nonetheless. Um, I had some other major life changes happen that were all positive, but all different than where I saw myself. So a lot of the goals and things that I had set up 
kind of were pushed out of place a little bit just because the other things leading up to it had not happened. And like I said, everything that I'm referring to right now was pretty positive. Like they were good changes. It wasn't anything bad, but they were still disruptive. So it got to the time of my birthday, September 5th, and I was just realizing one, how different my life looked than I, the way that I thought it would um, the year before. And two, how I didn't quite feel like I was on track because I didn't know where the track was. Like I didn't know where it was going. So there wasn't any way for me to say I was on or off track. And I did not like that feeling. So I told myself, it's time for a new vision board. I'm not really one to do resolutions and kind of honor the January 1st new year new me type of deal I think because I was so used to goal setting and doing vision boards at the start of the school year and my birthday is kind of aligned with that as well it felt right to do it around that time however it took me from September 5th to yesterday October 14th to actually sit down and create a new vision board but I wanted to share some of that process and talk about how I'm doing things differently this time around Um, and how I'm using it or how I'm going to use it effectively and make it work for me a little bit better. Self-care for me has to be practical. Um, I do enjoy like learning about the loftier, more woo-woo concepts of self-care and it's still fun to me, but for my day-to-day, I need my self-care to be practical. I need self-care to not just be me polishing my nails because when the paint dries, my life is still the same. I need it to be more, and I mean, this isn't to say that sometimes it isn't just me polishing my nails or me sniffing a candle while I watch Netflix, but a lot of times it's also me cleaning up around the house so that the next morning things can be a little bit quicker or me finally washing my hair so that I don't look like I have a bird sense on top of my head, but I'm rambling a little bit. Self-care, including vision boards and goal setting, needs to be practical for me. Um, And so that's kind of what I want to share in this episode with all of you. All right, so making vision boards practical and using them effectively. The first thing I would say is to focus on the feelings. Um, A lot of things we think we want and then we get there and... It's not quite what we imagined because we focus on the thing and not the feeling that we thought we would get from it. Um, For example, you think you want to be a millionaire um, because what you really want is not to be a millionaire, but to be comfortable financially. And you want the happiness that you think being a millionaire will bring you. And you want the stability that you think that will bring. So focus on that. Focus on those things rather than the millionaire aspect. If you want to you know, start earning more money and start, you know, side hustling and reach certain income goals. There's nothing wrong with putting that um, on your vision board, but ultimately you need to focus on what you actually want out of those things because you might get that thing and it's not what you thought you wanted. So I always try to focus on the feelings instead, and I choose images that will evoke that type of feeling and emotion out of me. Um, So for example, um, now I can't think of an example. 
I like to feel comfortable and cozy, like physically. So a lot of times I will put things that make me feel that way. Like I'll put like a candle on there, like someone under a blanket, like reading, like things like that. So that I know I'm trying to get to that feeling. And I don't necessarily know how I'm getting there or what's going to bring that to me. But I know if I'm introducing things into my life that don't really give me that feeling, it might not be the best fit. So the next thing um, that is just crucial to a successful and effective vision board is to look at it. I think that's what a lot of people like make the mistake in, myself included. Um, like I said before, you know, I would make vision boards and kind of leave them where I left them, you know, whatever folder they had been in. Um, if I did a physical one, it'd be behind some cabinet or some dresser and I just wouldn't look at it. Um but you have to look at your vision boards. Like you wouldn't go on a trip, type in the, the directions in Google Maps, and then just turn your phone off before you get to your destination. Like you're referring back to that that map, those directions, because you need to be guided to your destination. Like I said before about not knowing where I was going made me not know whether or not I was on track. So if you're not looking at your vision board and staying with it, you don't know how you're doing. And, you know, the the year will pass and you'll look at it and you'll be like, I forgot I wanted to do any of these things because you weren't referring back to it. A way that I use to make sure that I'm looking at it like every day, multiple times a day is um, I like to make my vision boards digital and I set them as backgrounds. So like maybe my phone background or my iPad background or my laptop background, I'll do something like that so that I'm seeing it all the time. And aside from just seeing it in passing, like before you unlock your device, you want to spend time with it. Like I said, you want to focus on feelings and sit down and try to evoke the feeling that will come out of the different items you've placed on your vision board. Um, you need to sit and, and really you know, use your imagination, carve out some extra time in the mornings or in the evenings and look at each picture on the vision board and see yourself in it. And think about how it feels and what you smell and what you see around you and what you hear and just what's happening with you in this scene of, you know, earning an extra $10,000 a year or going on your dream vacation or, you know, getting the certain GPA you want in school. How does that look and feel for you? And that way you're just a little bit closer to it because it doesn't seem so out of reach now. You've seen yourself in it. And now you feel a little bit better about the likelihood of you achieving it. So the last thing that I want to talk about, I've kind of alluded to, um, you want to use your vision board and align your actions with it. So I'm somebody who has a million and one ideas. I have a ton of ideas. I always know a great way to make money. I'm really good about finding a side hustle. I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast before. I never have any issue figuring out a new hustle. My issue is burning myself out with that new hustle because it it wasn't something that I actually wanted to do. It wasn't aligned with my life goal. So nowadays, whenever I come up with an idea or an opportunity presents itself, I have to check back in with my goals, with my vision board. And I have to think honestly and truly with myself, is this aligned with where I'm headed? And sometimes 
it'll be a new avenue that you didn't think of whenever you were making your vision board. And if you truly want to move forward with it, if it aligns with those feelings, like I said before, it's all about the feelings, people. Even if that specific scene or picture in your mind isn't on your vision board, if that feeling is there, you might want to go ahead and go for it. Maybe it's just something you didn't think about. Maybe it's your next level step or you know the means to get to one of the ends that are already on your vision board. However, if it's just something that is left field and just going to detract and distract you from where you said you want to be headed and where you did want to be headed, I would say leave it. You kind of got to be like your own talent manager and be like, you know, how is this getting you closer to your end goal? And if it's not getting you close at all, if it's pulling you back, you got to leave it there. So those are my tips for using vision boards effectively and adding a little bit more practical self-care into your life. And I wanted to start introducing a journaling prompt um, at the end of every episode. Y'all know I love a good journaling prompt. So for this one, I want you to pick one of the goals on your vision board. Um, Choose whichever one feels right. Like Look at it for like three minutes and whichever one that you're really being drawn to, choose that one. So let's say you want to um, start reading a a book a month, you know, that's on your vision where you want to read more. So I want you to, in your journal, write out how you got there. So, okay, imagine it's like a year from now and you're summing up, recapping, reflecting on your goal to read more and you achieved it, you know, whatever read more means, whether that was like 50 more books or two, you achieved it. I want you to write how you got there. I want you to write it as if it's already happened and really think about how you got there. Be specific. Be like, you know, I went to the library the next day. I got a library card. I joined a book club. I signed up for a newsletter. I found some book Instagrams for recommendations. I carved out an extra time in my morning for me to read. I started packing a book on the train to work, et cetera, et cetera. You have to get specific. And then as you go through it and reread it, I want you to pick out the things that you can do right now. And then you know what you got to do. So I hope you all heard something very useful in this episode. Um, It feels like it's a quick one. I might be lying, though. This little clip is coming up on 10 minutes, but... Like I said, I hope you heard something useful. If you did, please share this episode. Um, Follow it. Subscribe to it on Spotify. I don't know how any of the other platforms work, and I don't think I'm on Apple Music just yet. But, you know, if I am, then leave a review. I really appreciate that. Um, And come back soon, like next week or maybe later this week. Who could ever tell? You all will see soon. But, again, thank you for listening. This is Gentler. And I hope you all have a wonderful and gentle week.